0: Welcome to the Turning Points Podcast with Dr. Samuel Jones. This podcast was created and designed to highlight tools and strategies to help you succeed in work and life by creating turning points to enhance your aim. On the Turning Points Podcast, we go deep to heighten your awareness, enhance your imagination, Imagination. and develop strategies to attack your mission. mission. And now, here's your host, Dr. Samuel Jones.
1: Well, welcome to the Turning Points Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Samuel Jones. I'm always excited every week to share some information with you, to help you create a turning point in your life. I don't care where you are, where you've been, what has happened to you. I truly believe that you can become the best version of yourself based on what's happened to you. So the goal of this podcast every week is for you to heighten your awareness, to enhance your imagination, and to provide you strategies to help you accomplish your mission. So today's podcast, I want to talk to you about excuses and how our excuses diminishes our expectation. You know, I'm always asked, what character in the Bible best reflects my life and my life story? And so when I think about that, I always think about the guy Moses. And if you know anything about Moses, Moses had a rough, he had an up and down life. Moses' uh, life began when he was a baby and his mom gave birth to him. And his mom eventually put him in the Nile River to, to save his life. And Moses was somewhat adopted into the house of Pharaoh. And And he was raised by her and and Moses grew up. He learned Pharaoh's ways and learned the skills of how to run Egypt. And when Moses was about 40 years old, he witnessed a guy being beaten. And Moses stood up for the guy. And one of the guards that he stood up for, one of the guys that he stood up for, eventually Moses ended up killing a guy standing up for his people. And so Moses had to go on exile for the next 40 years. And one place in the Bible where the story is really interesting, Mo- Moses' story is really interesting, is when he was about 80 years old, and he was actually out in the middle of the desert on the other side of a mountain working for his father-in-law. And Moses sees a burning bush. And he sees his burning bush, and he gets something on the inside inspires him because it it just wakes up his awareness. And so he says to himself, wow, this bush is burning And um, this fire is not going out. So I'm going to turn over here and see and and just kind of go and investigate it. And if you read the Bible in the book of Exodus, the third and fourth chapter, it tells the story of how Moses walks up to the burning bush and he hears the voice of God speaking to him. He says, Moses, this is the, the spot you stand is holy ground. Remove your sandals. And so it was a place where Moses began to be humble. And so the reason why I think about Moses as one of those characters in the Bible that somewhat resembles my life is because I can relate to Moses right you know I grew up I never knew who my biological father was and and my grandmother raised me and I felt like even in my own life I was always in a in a place of just always trying to find my way and just like Moses I felt like I had a burning bush experience and moment when I was playing professional basketball in Finland And it was like the voice of God speaking to me and telling me that I was supposed to be doing something else. And I had no idea what that was. And just like Moses, I had a lot of self-doubts and I had a lot of a lot of things that sometimes I didn't always believe in my abilities. But we'll get back to me in just a second. But just but I just want you to just kind of think about Moses and his experiences. And so this podcast is titled How Our Excuses Diminishes Our Expectations. So what I like to do is give you five excuses that Moses used in, in terms of how it diminishes his expectations. And, and as I talk about these, I want you to think about your own life and your personal life, your professional life, and, and how sometimes we all use excuses and we don't realize that those excuses are diminishing our expectations. So here are five excuses that Moses tried to use in order to to get out of doing what God has called him to do. So, number one, Moses had low self-esteem. When God first told Moses to go, he told Moses, he said, I'm calling you to go and speak to Pharaoh on my behalf and tell him to let my people go. The first question Moses asked God was, who am I to go and speak to Pharaoh? God, who am I? I'm just a nobody. Right. And sometimes we feel we may feel like that in our life. You know, someone may want to provide us a a grand stage to go and do something that we've never done before. And we're like, well, who am I? Right. I've never been on this grand stage. I've never done this before. Who am I that you're asking me to do this? I can't do this. And so God looks beyond all of that. Still encourages Moses to, hey, I'm calling you to do this. I need you to go do this. So the second thing that Moses used in terms of as an excuse is his ignorance, right? About not just having belief that he can do it. Moses asked God in so many words, well, when they questioned me about who sent me, what shall I call his name? And God is like, well, why are you worried about the name right now? Moses, I just need you to have it in your heart that you're going to do it. Because sometimes just like Moses, we're looking for all the reasons to say, no, that we can't do something. But God looked beyond that. And God said, Moses, I am that I am. So you should tell them I am sent you. So still go. Well, the next thing that Moses does is Moses felt like he needed other people's approval. And sometimes don't we feel like that? We need other people to sign off on us before we're going to take the grand stage to do what God has called us to do. Well, guess what Moses says? He said, well, God, suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice, or suppose that they say that the Lord has not appeared to you, right? Moses was making an excuse of depending on what other people believed rather than what God believed in him. And don't we do that at times? So we have to be aware of how sometimes we're looking for other people's approval, right? Sometimes we're on social media and, and we're posting things and we're hoping that people like what we post, Rather than just saying, you know what, this is my way of expressing what I believe. I could care less if five people like it or 10,000 people like it. It doesn't matter. But guess what? It doesn't stop with Moses from there. The next thing that Moses does is he starts doubting his abilities. Right. God tells him, Moses, hey, I got you. I'm calling you to do this. I need you to go forth and do it. So the next thing Moses says is, well, God, you know what? I'm not eloquent of speech, you know, neither before uh, since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech. Right. Moses is saying in so many words, God, you want me to go and speak to Pharaoh on this grand stage? And, you know, I can't speak. I I have a stuttering problem and I'm slow of speaking and and I, I just can't do it. How many times do we doubt our abilities? And this is one of the reasons why I can really identify with Moses. Because, you see, I had a stuttering problem. And even though I'm a, I'm a minister, I'm a motivational speaker, I'm an author, I'm all of these things, I had a stuttering problem. And that stuttering problem really came from a lot of self-doubt. That stuttering problem came, in from, that stuttering problem came from me really not believing in myself and my abilities. And just like Moses, sometimes we, we make excuses. And I was making excuses in my life. Even when a friend of mine challenged me to write a book, I was making excuses that I don't want to write a book. Right. I was giving talks here and there and and wasn't really stuttering through my talks, but I was gaining confidence and didn't recognize it. But even with that, I was doubting my abilities. But God still does not give up on us, even though we may doubt our abilities. So God, in so many words, told Moses, Moses, I'll tell you what you feel like you don't have the ability. You can't speak. I'm going to use your brother Aaron. So here's what I need you to do, Moses. I need you to speak to Aaron and let Aaron speak to Moses on on your behalf because you're speaking on my behalf. You see, even though we started making excuses about our abilities, if it's something God has called us to do, he is still not going to give up on us. So I don't know how many people out there right now that are using excuses. And, you know, God has told you to do something. He has pressed something on your heart that you're supposed to be doing something. He is not going to give up on you. There is a way for you to get it done. So believe in yourself, believe in your abilities. And the most amazing thing about it is if you eventually look at it, eventually when Moses starts speaking to Aaron and Aaron speaking to Pharaoh, eventually it got to a point to where Moses was able to speak directly to Pharaoh. So the more he did it, the better he got at it. But guess what? It didn't happen that way at first for Moses because Moses goes on to the next thing. When he ran out of all the excuses, guess what Moses eventually said? God, please send someone else. (laughs) Please send someone else. I really just don't want to do this at the end of the day. (laughs) How many times that we're supposed to be doing something and, and God is eliminating all of our excuses and we get to the point and we just say, you know what? I just don't want to do it. But God gave Moses example after example after example. God gave Moses so many examples. Whenever Moses gave God an excuse, God gave him an example. Now, I want you to think about that. When Moses gave God an excuse, God gave Moses an example. And that's the same way that he does with us. Whenever we're throwing out all of our excuses, he's going to constantly putting up examples before us. So guess what Moses eventually does? He humbles himself down and he eventually goes on God's behalf to speak to Pharaoh. And guess what? Eventually, Pharaoh let the people go. Now, now that's enough about Moses. So let's talk about us in today's world. You may be in your professional life, in your personal life, wherever you may be. You may have a habit of always making excuses when someone is asking you to do something. When an opportunity pops up and something in your, in your spirit tells you, take that chance and go and try that. And you talk yourself out of it. I want to encourage you today, don't do that. So now I'm going to give you five ways that you can use your expectations to diminish your excuses. Because until we make that switch, until we make that change, our results will not change. So what I want to do first is remind you of the five excuses that Moses used that diminished his expectations. Number one, Moses had low self-esteem. Number two, Moses used an excuse of ignorance. Number three, Moses needed people's approval. Number four, Moses doubted in his abilities. And number five, Moses was ready to just give up and let someone else go and do the work that God has called them to do. So now what I want to do is remind you and give you five ways that we can use our expectations to diminish our excuses. Because if we don't do that, our excuses are going to constantly diminish our expectations. And if you want to just remember what the what the definition for an excuse is, right? Webster says an excuse is nothing but an expression of regret to remove blame from a failure to do something. Let me say that again. An excuse is an expression of regret to remove blame from a failure to do something. And I love that definition because it really just tells you, right, you have to express it. And you have regret from not doing something, but really you're 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 regretting to remove blame from it. Right. You're saying it's not your fault. And that's what Moses was saying. God was telling Moses, I'm calling you to do this because, hey, I've heard the cries of my people. And Moses kept giving him an excuse. And Moses was saying, God, you know what? It's not my fault. I don't want to go. It's not my fault that I can't speak. It's not my fault that people may not believe in me. That's what Moses was doing. And sometimes that's what we do in life. So here's my personal definition of an excuse. My personal definition of an excuse, and you can use this. As a matter of fact, you can share with others. My personal definition of an excuse is any justification for a lack of dedication. An excuse is nothing but any justification for a lack of dedication. So let's get to these five ways that you can enhance your expectations to diminish your excuses. Number one, we have to be aware. You cannot change, modify anything until you are aware of it. As a matter of fact, the more you are aware of what you're doing, the more likely you are to improve the results of what you're doing. If you're not aware, you can't change it. Number two, we have to learn how to change our story. Moses recognized his story. And Moses believed the history of his story rather than the current future that God had for him in his story. Because sometimes we have so much experience in life, right? Our experiences in life can really be a hindrance to us. Sometimes we've been through some trials and tribulations and some adversity and we really believe that we are what happened to us. So here are three things that sometimes our experience, and how our experience can be a hindrance to us. Number one, our experiences, it can encourage us to believe results from our past. Just because you've been a failure in the past doesn't mean that you're gonna be a failure in the future. Because our experiences sometimes can be a hindrance to us. It can encourage us to believe results from the past. It can expand our abilities to believe, to make false claims. It can even help us to embellish on our ability to look for and gather evidence to confirm what we currently believe about our past. Right. Just because you've been through something doesn't mean that you are what you've been through. What you've been through is just an experience. So we have to learn how to change our story. And I love what Covey says. Covey says you have to begin with the end in mind. And so in changing your story. Begin with the end in mind. How do you want your story to end? And however you want it to end, believe and start with that ending in mind and work to that because that's the way life is. So if you're going to change, if you're going to, if you're going to diminish your excuses, you have to raise the level of your expectations. So number three. So number one, remember, you have to be aware. Number two, you have to change the story. So number three is. Avoid the compare and despair rabbit hole. So what is the compare and despair rabbit hole? Well, the compare and despair rabbit hole is is when you're in that rabbit hole and you're looking outside of that tiny hole and you're comparing yourself with everyone outside of that hole. And you're saying you don't have what they have. You can't do what they can do. Right. That's not a way. But if you want to if you want to use your expectations to diminish your excuses, don't do that. Because everyone has skills. Everyone has something you can and you can't do. And the thing about it is you have things that other people can and can't do. But don't go through life comparing yourself to anyone else. You're special just the way you are. Number four, you have to learn how to forgive. You have to learn how to forgive. There are three groups of people that you should always forgive. Number one, you have to forgive yourself. Anything you've done in the past, all the mistakes that you've made, all the failures you've had, all the things that you did not complete. Forgive yourself. It's not who you are. It's just a reflection of where your head was at, what skills and abilities that you had. As a matter of fact, it's just a reflection of what you knew at the current time. Forgive yourself. Have some grace and mercy on yourself. So, number one, you have to learn how to forgive yourself. Number two, forgive your parents. Right. There are adults in life right now still holding grudges against their parents because maybe their parents didn't didn't provide them the kind of life that they had for their for their for their youngest sibling. Right. And, And they're blaming their parents for things that may have happened to them. Your parents did the best that they could do. If your parents could have done better at the time, they would have done better. Right. They didn't know any better. And you have to learn how to forgive them for that. And last but not least, forgive everyone else. Everyone is living life doing the best that they know how. Forgive everyone else because that's what life is all about. We all make mistakes. People can justify what they do. Um, They have a reason for doing what they do, right? They may not always explain it to you, but learn how to forgive because everyone is going to make mistakes. So if you can raise your level of expectations, it's going to diminish your excuses, The last way to use your expectations to diminish your excuses is you have to learn how to practice gratitude. You practice gratitude by being thankful, first of all, for what you have. But the most important thing is you get outside of yourself and you begin to serve other people. Everything that I just told you right now. Moses did these things. Moses changed his life. Number one. Moses became aware because, number one, he saw the burning bush, but God spoke to him through the burning bush. And not only that, God began to speak to him and allow Moses to expose his own excuses. And God gave him an example with every excuse that he gave God. Don't you know God is going to do the same for us? Number two, Moses began to change his story because even when Moses got on the journey of talking, through Aaron to Pharaoh, Moses began to have some hope and realize, you know what? This is a deep down passion that I've had in me my whole life to help these people. And now I'm finally in a position and a path to do exactly that. Moses was able to change his story. Also, Moses, did he stayed out of the compare and despair rabbit hole. Right. Moses didn't compare himself to anyone else. He began to walk in what God called him to do. He was able to stand in his wisdom. The Bible says that over Moses became the meekest man in the world. Moses began to get humble because Moses recognized that he didn't need other people's approval. And guess what? You don't either. Number four, Moses was able to forgive. Yes, there are several examples in there where Moses got upset and angry at people. Because at the end of the day, Moses was still able to lead the people to where God had called him to lead them. He was able to still have patience, even though several examples in the story in the Bible where he ran out of patience. But even to live to be 120 years old and to lead the people up until where they were. He was still able to forgive. And last but not least. Moses definitely practiced gratitude. Moses taught them how to be thankful. Moses constantly encouraged them to always praise God and, and, and be thankful and to, and to honor him. And, and God spoke through him and gave the Ten Commandments. And, and so all of those things that Moses was, he, he, he practiced gratitude. But one of the most important things that Moses did is not only did he serve the people, Moses served Joshua because Moses had them pass the mantle. He had to pass the baton when it was time for him. And they got to the promised land and Moses recognized that he was not allowed to go in. Moses had to have someone in line to pass the baton to. That's the same for you and I. I want to encourage you in your personal life, in your professional life. Just first of all, recognize all the excuses that you're using. Remember that when you make an excuse, God is going to give you an example. God is not going to let you lay dormant with all the gifts, skills, and talents that you have. He wants you. God wants you to follow that thing that he put in your heart. He wants you to pursue it with all your passion and to eliminate all your excuses. He wants you to change your story. He wants you to have faith in what he's called you to do. And you have to trust and believe in that. He don't want you to go through life comparing yourself to other people. You're perfect just the way you are. He just wants you to believe that. And he wants you to live a life that you're going to start shedding all of those self-doubts that you have. All of those concerns that you have about when and where and who you have to speak to and what, who, what, what. He doesn't care about all of that. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to forgive your past. He wants you to forgive yourself. He wants you to learn how to forgive because guess what? That's when we can have grace and mercy, not just on ourselves, but we can have it with others. And more importantly, he wants us to constantly practice gratitude because that's how we're going to be preparing the next generation of people for life. So he wants you to practice gratitude because that is the only way that we're going to be thankful enough to be preparing the next generation of leaders in our jobs, in our departments, in our homes in our communities. So listen, I want you to take from this podcast, be mindful of any excuses that you're using. And I want you to change that. And I want you to start focus on your expectations. And the more you focus on your expectations, it's going to start diminishing your excuses. So listen, that's what this podcast is all about. I want to encourage you. I want to help you. I want to motivate you. I want to inspire you. I just want to give you the skills, tools, and abilities that you already have I just want this podcast to be a reminder for you. So listen, it's been an honor and I'm looking forward to share some information with you on the next podcast. Talk to you soon.
0: You've been listening to the Turning Points podcast with your host, Dr. Samuel Jones. If you'd like to hear more podcast episodes, please subscribe, like, comment and tell a friend please leave us a review if you like the show and if you'd like dr jones to speak at your next event please contact him at info at dr thank you